Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am the world's greatest podcast host, Slider Sports Guy, and I'm joined by a few (laughs) of my good friends. As always, well, no. He's not here, but we're going to start off here. with your favorite coach's favorite coach. What's going on, LBZ? It's your boy, BZ, the great man, here again with my good people, man. I want to shout out to the El Presidente. He's on uh, on the mending blocks. Hope you get better soon there, young fella. We put him on injured reserve. He on injured reserve. He'll be back. We, he'll be back. Needed to take a break off. Need to take a break off. What happened? I think he hurt his back. He was carrying around he was carrying around S.com's wallet and he heard his back. <laughs> Speaking of S.com, she's back. Commas, commas, she back. commas. We got S.com's joining us on the show. How you doing, S.com? It is well with my soul. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that may mean, I guess that you means can, you're doing good. Can tell who can tell who didn't go to church as a child. Yes, sir. Actually, actually, I was in Columbia this morning, and my 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 wife and my my mama they went to church and got mad at me because I ain't go. I was eight o'clock service. Who go to eight o'clock service? Shocking. Eight o'clock service. Brooklyn Baptist can catch me later. Later. Yeah, eight o'clock service. So, but oh well. I told them to say a prayer for me, so they say the prayer for me, and so. Hopefully, you know, that prayer was received. So I'm very happy. Very, very happy. What up, Facebook? See you out there. Who? Michelle Taylor, we see you. Christy, Christy, we see you out there. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you joining us. Um, I don't know which Michelle. That's the real good-looking Michelle Taylor. <laughs> I think she was like, she was a senior when we were freshmen, I think. Anyway, no big deal. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Other than that, man, a lot going on in the world. A lot going. Hey, you know what? We we got a list of topics that we talk about. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about, but I'm gonna veer off the path for just a second, man. Um, I, I I was sitting down. I got finished. I was calling the game last night, and I was sitting down at at, at the uh, little restaurant waiting on my little food or whatever. And uh, um, white guys beside me, and you know we just got talking, and, and dude said. Dude said, um, I don't know how we got it up, but he said soap isn't really necessary. And I was I was confused. That that threw me off, man. He said, he said soap ain't really necessary. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely That's what race it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He he was one of one of our uh, non-melanated brothers. <laughs> but but he said soap ain't necessary. And this fool told me, he said, soap don't really clean you. He says the rag actually cleans you. What up, Natalie? See you out there. Speaking of Nat, non-melanated Nat. friends, we see. What um, up, he said soap doesn't clean you. He says the rag is what cleans you. And I say, I say what are you talking about? He say, he say, if you think about it, when you putting soap on your skin and you scrubbing your body, the rag is doing the cleaning, not the soap. And, you know, I just kept arguing with the guy for 10, 15 minutes trying to say that soap really does clean. But he was like, no. He said you can put anything on your body and it clean. He said you put shampoo and it'll clean. He said the soap oh. is just a marker to show you what part of your body you actually did clean. Wow. If that makes any sense, now that's that's. Say that he again. Told. He said the soap is just a marker that shows you what you've actually cleaned. 
what you actually clean. He said, don't really clean. He says the rag <laughs> cleans you. That was his that was his argument. Shout out to Michelle. Happy birthday, Michelle. We see you out there. Happy birthday, Shell. <laughs> um, but that's but that's what my man said, man. And well, um, well, first of all, it's weird because most uh non-melanated folk don't use rags anyway. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, but apparently he uses the rag. That's because he, he don't just, use soap. He nasty. Just because clear soap. Mm. He, I mean, just he, clear out there, he out there running water on himself. Yeah. Spring, he's a spree run through the sprinkle. Was he stink? Uh, no, nah, he wasn't stink. He, he wasn't stink, but <laughs> I guess he used deodorant, too. He guess he used, what up, A.A. Ron? We see you out there. And uh, Natalie just said, I'm just, I'm just going to keep using soap just in case. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless he got some initials after his name, D O M D something, where he can verify that. <laughs> hey, Christy Shackleford said he is just nasty and told all his secrets. Told all of yeah. them. Told all of them. I, I don't know, man. I'm a. I don't know. I ain't just gonna take a rag and put water on me and think I'm clean. But according to my man, he said you can use any type of substance as the soap. Now, I just maybe we like, ought to like baking to, soda. You can take some baking soda and hit the hot spots. And as long as you scrub it off, that, that was his theory. That was his theory. Well, you know, sometimes you use baking soda to brush your teeth. Correct. You yeah. bake soda to brush your teeth, so I guess maybe baking soda could be just soap. Maybe it's, it is an odor neutralizer, so maybe yeah. it works on skin too. I tell I, you, who's not going to try to find out? <laughs> I know, I know people who um somebody I know somebody who's allergic to deodorant, and they use baking soda up under their arm because they're allergic to de deodorant. So they got the Arm and Hammer one that has the don't have the stuff in it. Oh I, yeah, that part so, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I they have it for sensitive skin too. He would he would put baking soda. He had like baking soda in the locker. And at first I thought he just had baking soda just to, for the sin of the locker room. I like I like that little baking soda box ain't ain't helping the locker room smell no better. He was like, nah, I, I use it for deodorant. <laughs> you know, I thought Not he used like people put that baking soda in the refrigerator. That's what I thought he was using it for, but apparently my man to was getting the sentence out. <laughs> My man, wow. Uh, Aaron, Aaron said lime is good for your underarms. Now that would I've heard I've heard people use lemon that because the citrus mm. absorbs odors. But now you gotta hope you don't have no little micro cuts underneath your arm either. Too. You just shave <laughs> if you just shave, it's a wrap. Ask me how I know. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, get, you, get you a little cut up under your arm. That's a bad day for the home team right there. All bad. That's all bad. Day. Fire up in um, here. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question, man. We got a bunch of women. We got a bunch of women watching. So, see, this is how we jump off on a tangent sometimes. We actually got a real, a real lineup to talk about. But how do you women? We we ask, how do you women? How do you women feel about a man? Uh, shaving his underarm hair, cutting his underarm hair. Cause I cut my underarm hair. I don't have underarm hair. I use I use uh, the clippers to cut my underarm hair. And the reason for that is because if you get too much hair underneath your arm, where the deodorant actually go? The deodorant is supposed to be on the skin, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> what? Wait a minute, though. This is serious. I'm damn serious. Yeah, ain't I the, get you, but we ain't here for that. Ain't the DR supposed to go on your skin? So so you take the clippers and shave your pits. Yeah, yeah, the hair clippers. I'm not, Bro, you I, know you I'm not trouble. I'm not troubled by that. Okay. I'm I'm actually okay with manscaping. A man who Maybe not necessarily. Now, if he takes all the hair off, he's probably trying not to get drug tested. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> he's trying not to have them pull hair from anywhere. But I I actually don't mind a man who has groomed himself. Mm, Michelle just said you trim your arm hair. No, I don't really. I'm not a very hairy person. 
I don't I don't have a lot of hair, so no, I don't trim my arm hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't He's disgusted yeah. by this yeah. topic. No, this is this is not. He is disgusted. That no, was not disgusted in the pre-show no. roundup. No. Pre-show, this is not it. But the people so we have the pre-show. It, it ain't me. Pre-show, if you go, the Negro, people, that was you. The people are asking questions. It ain't me. The people are asking questions. It ain't me. It, it, a A Rod just said. Hair traps in the smell. It does. It does. Oh, if you got hair underneath your arm, the deodorant ain't really getting in your armpits. We didn't. We didn't. Well, I didn't disagree with LeBron. I don't think yeah. LeBron disagrees. He just don't want to talk with, about. He just don't no. want to talk about your body hair. Your body hair. I just want to come to the show. Well, me. since we're here, do you shave or put the clippers to any other body hair? No, uh, I I trim it down. I don't shave it off. That's okay, um, bro, I'm gonna shave, shave it off. Shave. You shave what? I Other made, hair. I made the mistake of shaving off? it off one time. That that and then that when it itches start, when it when starts it grow to go back. back. Yeah, yeah. That was so the you last sitting time. there looking like you got other issues. <laughs> yeah, that was the last, <laughs> no. the last time I did that one. Yes. Also learned that the hard way too, friend. That's yeah. why I get waxed. A A Ron says he shaved everything. You know, I don't know if I want to know that about you, A A Ron. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to be on this conversation. We need to just get the show started. Yeah. <laughs> so Sly, what do you think about a woman that doesn't shave her underarms? Um, the underarms I have a problem with. That. I have a okay. problem with a woman who don't shave her underarms. Mm. So it's yeah. just uh. That that just, it looked nasty. It, you know, you don't want to be with no hairy underarm man, woman. And once and like I say, that hair trapped the smell, so she probably funky too. And then if she don't shave, if she don't shave her underarm, you got to think about it. She probably one of them one of them Erica Badu type chicks who use a crystal. She use a crystal for the odor. One of them chicks, one of them, chick, them natural chicks. Nah, you don't, you don't want none of that in your life. Now, <laughs> now the lower regions, you know, you can. I like a nice seventy. You 70 like them to look over. like she, like you got get, to find your I way. Get lost in the jungle. I <laughs> get lost. Now I don't like the hair on the thighs. Now the hair on the the, the thighs, you get too. You, you got to trim that on the thighs. You know, it don't. Who got hair on their thighs? Sorry, you know, some of y'all. So if you, I don't, don't grow hair on my thighs. If you don't wax, you can. You know, it'll start to spread out a little bit. Grow down, grow down your thighs. And in other news on the Rip Twenty Eight podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we talking about we talking about. I'm with, I'm with Michelle though. I'm with Michelle though. Just get waxed. It's like I get my underarms waxed too. That looked painful though, man. That waxing thing. Every video I see, it look, I just be reminded of the forty-year-old virgin. Yeah. <laughs> he got waxed. That looked painful. Shout out to Terrence Corderbond. It's, it's temporary. It's Terrence Corderbond, second fastest person ever. Oh no, Broad River Road, second <laughs> fastest person ever. Hey, Terrence Corderbond. Hey, T T T said he want that snapping neck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, man, you know, he be in here like this. Can't be me like this. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Let me find it. No. <laughs> I'm grown, man. I don't want so no look, woman looking did, like a Barbie I doll. Have, I did have a guy tell me one time. He was like, I don't know that I want to feel like I'm with a prepubescent girl. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and I was like, well, no, then no. That's, that's that's your feeling because I need I got to do what I got to do. I got to I, I gotta pick some hair off my teeth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need, right, I need right, it. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Come Ter on, man. Ter just on. said it's a jungle down there. That's my theme. <laughs> <laughs> like saying that that monk song. Uh -huh. It's a jungle down there. <laughs> I need, I need a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. So there, you, there you go, man. man. Right, so here's here's our TMI segment. <laughs> I had a dude tell me one time, he was like, I ain't never been with no woman who uh, was completely bare down there. I was like, what kind of <laughs> jungle women you with? <laughs> nah, it's, hey, man. it's a difference. To each, to each their own. To, to each, yeah. Yeah. But, and, but the and, thing and, about the bed is when it comes to LeBron, is, I'm just talking because LeBron uncomfortable now. That's all. <laughs> 
That ain't not possible, man. I want to get to the show. I don't want to hear about this. Why? Hey. Notice, notice he didn't have any problem with me talking about what areas I wax. Yeah, he ain't had no problem talking about he that. Just, he just don't want to think about your big butt. Hey, come on, man. Let's get and then what the clip was talking about. <laughs> hey, man. You got a wife now. Y'all talk about that in y'all own time. Hey. Right now, this is the real 28. Hey, check this out. I, I was married now. I don't have to do that. Yeah, I was my married, own. He's married, buddy. Wife, do it for me. Oh, <laughs> Take gosh. the clippers down there. But hey, uh, man. man, come on, man. But that's, come on, man. I know you might can take it back to the 90s when they had the landing strip. That was the big deal in the 90s. A chick with a landing strip. Yeah, they and they're go. done that too. There you go. Look, hey. A little thin, a little thin landing strip though, like just enough to cover the poop, just enough. There you go, man. Hey, man. And then here's the thing, LeBron. When you with your woman, <laughs> y'all, you be. Like, I don't need. I don't need your pointers on being with my woman. <laughs> and if it if it's that time for you, I to promise cut it, you. If you take the Clippers, if you take the Clippers. And you cut it, then you can put the other end of the clippers right there in a in a secret area. And she liked that. Oh, the clippers. The clippers, not the part you cut with, Shana. The, the <laughs> other end you hold. The end you what hold. Kind of, what, Come on. I'm with Brian. Let's go on to the next what, subject. What type of Sado messages? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I've never been into Come that. So I thought you were trying to no. Read the letter, LeBron. Read the letter. <laughs> Come on, got, man. Look here, man. We was giving advice. We got we got no, a we couple weren't. of letters. We got a couple <laughs> of letters, but we got this one. We're going to start off with this one right here, man. Oh, Lord. I'm embarrassed. Should have never gave you naysayers a podcast. Uh, this, is, this is important facts we talking about, man. Should have never important. gave you naysayers a podcast. Too much is too much, man. When is too much too much? Come on, man. Jump in here, bro. All right, here we go, man. Around. We we got a letter from one of our listeners, and she needs some advice. So here it is. <laughs> hey, fellas. My hopes are that you all are well. I follow the show and love what you all are doing. Now I find myself in need of solid advice. I want to let I want you to let me know with all honesty and critic. If I'm wrong in this situation, or do I have valid points? My son plays for a high school in Texas, and they're known for athletics, especially basketball. My son transferred after his freshman season because we wanted more exposure. His coach is known for winning and helping kids get chances to play in college, but my son hasn't gotten a chance to show his talent. He plays varsity and gets spot, spot minutes. But my husband, his stepdad, is telling me not to voice my opinion. I feel I have to advocate for my son because nobody else will. Coaches told him his time is coming. But when will that be? I just want the best for my son. Am I wrong? P.S. My sorority sisters love this podcast. Bring it on, ladies. I know the hate is going to come from one uh, person, but we're going to bring it on, Sly. Oh yeah, it looked like that she had some pink at pink hearts down there. You know the Rip 28 podcast is the Tell preferred, them. the preferred podcast out of members from Alpha Kappa Alpha. They say, I wanna say, um I'm trying to pull up what? this poll, trying to pull it. up the poll. They say 19 out of 21 members of Alpha Kappa Alpha prefer the Rip 28. 28 podcast. Shout out to J15 for the for these people right here. Um, but uh, back to the letter, man. The letter, um, lady, and sometimes you got to say stuff, and sometimes it hurts. But your son ain't, ain't that good. Your, your son ain't that good, man. If, <laughs> if the coach was good, the coach would have him on the field. Basically, that's all it comes down to. Well, not necessarily. She say they're known for athletics, especially exactly. basketball. Maybe they're loaded, and it's like they said, your time is coming, but it's not right now. It's not your season. He ain't that good. You, you want that's make, not true. You, you making it sound nice. I'm saying. No, what I'm year is this? What year is the son? A freshman. A sophomore. 
he re- he know he's a sophomore. He transferred after his freshman year. Oh, he transferred after his freshman. So he's a he's a sophomore right now. So he may just have to bide his time behind upperclassmen. He's not. Right. He's not good enough to play. He's getting minutes, but I guess mom's saying she maybe 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 he's not the one that's frustrated. Maybe his mom. Maybe he sees in practice. This is what I am. I'm a backup point guard, or I'm a spot two, or whatever uh, position he plays. It's not that he's not good enough. He's just not ready for big time minutes yet. You you being nice. No, hey, what up, I'm Star? We see you, um, Star Tara King. We see you. You being nice. I- but let's I agree honest. with the I agree with the the stepdad though. She should not say anything because that's only going to make it worse for the son. Mm-hmm. Right. Dog, dog. Here, here go the thing. What up, Jerome? We see you, Jerome. We appreciate it, baby. We appreciate it. Um, here go the thing, man. Coaches have a job to do. Coaches have to win. If he don't win, he gonna get fired. If I'm don't if I don't want to get fired, I'm gonna put my best players out there. You better. You that kid ain't one of his best players. AA Ron just said, sounds like the school is a powerhouse and they have a ton of talent. If you are a powerhouse and you have a ton of talent, his son, her son just ain't good enough to play at that powerhouse. But she, think she, about this, Sly. If it's a powerhouse and he's getting varsity minutes, <clears throat> he beat out he beat out plenty of other people. So obviously he's he's pretty good. He's just behind some people that are producing more. I wouldn't say that she needs to go and say anything because if he's going, if he's going to play, it's going to be earned in practice. It's not going to be given because mom came in and said, Hey, well, I think my son is pretty good. No. (laughs) Well, well, here here go the thing. Star just said, I can't read that. Well, Star, I'm sorry. Turn, Turn your phone to the side, baby. (laughs) <laughs> you can't you can't make that thing bigger. I don't know whoa. what to tell you, Star. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sh- oh. Oh. Hey. My bad. Oh. <laughs> I ain't his wife, so if that's I make it bigger, I might comment. kill somebody. Oh, oh yeah, wait a minute. See, it don't take much for us to get off track. So it, back to it the letter. doesn't. Back to the letter. But I yeah. just think I just think the young man needs to sit patiently because if yeah. the coach is known for getting people chances at the next level what makes you think that he's not going to help you as well or give you that opportunity when your time comes because if you put him in the game too soon it can have the it can have the adverse effect when it kills his confidence mm-hmm. so you you have to wait sounds like sounding like a coach Come yeah on. you just have to wait you just have Easy. to wait your turn sometimes and when we start to skip steps in the process we hurt the child yeah, we fulfill what the parent wants, but it hurts the child. Because now that college coach is looking like, well, dang, coach got him out here with the ball with two minutes left, and he turning it over. He jacking up shots. Right. Don't want him on my team. I'm just saying, don't skip steps in the process. I agree. Just, just be Come patient. On. Be patient. Come on, Coach Beasy. I'm just trying to tell you, man. Well, well, he, I'm just he, trying to tell you. Here go the thing, and this is this is also a, a huge problem. This is also yeah. a huge problem, man. That that people don't want to admit. Um, moms and dads, sport moms and dads, suck. You know, a lot of people absolutely believe their kid is is a lot better than what their kid is, and this coach is getting paid to coach. So you might not think this coach don't know what he's talking about. But he obviously has the job, and you work at AT and T. That doesn't stop at the high school level. No, collegiate level, these parents still think they know best. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this: I coached this summer. I coached, you know, my son' baseball team, and coached on the all was, you know, uh, selected to coach on the all star team. My son didn't start. He was the youngest kid there at the tournament by age. He didn't start. I didn't go and say, well, he should be starting or he should be doing this or he should be doing... No, son, when it comes your time, you got to produce. Yep. You got to produce. It is what it is. You have to produce. I'm not going to fight your battle and say, hey, that's my son or or cause it. No, when you get your chance to hit, which everybody got to hit um, in the coach's pitch, 
You get up there and hit. And he, that's what he did. And he got earned more time as the tournament went on. But I'm not fighting right. a battle about playing time. Because right. I know how it is as a coach. You're going to earn your playing time. I was going to say, that's that's from your experience as a coach. The folks who, right. what what uh, Terrence Quartermore was spot on, you can't relive your sports dreams through your children. Through your and child, that's what, right. That's what I see at the collegiate level. You know, as somebody who... They they were the next big thing and it didn't happen because they blew their knee out of because they got somebody knocked up and then their their child though, he or she is the one. That's it. But the thing about it is don't rush the process. Uh, especially when we get to this to the youth age, as far as uh my son's age 10, 12 and younger, they get caught up in these rankings and doing this and man, just trust the process and keep getting your child better. And when it's time for them, him or her to shine, they're going to shine because the cream going to rise to the top. That's just what it is. The cream going to rise to the top. If you one of the best, it may take you longer to get there, but you're going to get there. You and everybody process, everybody process ain't the same. I just hear parents in the stands hollering, <laughs> put my child in. I want to turn around and say, come to practice and see what your child doing. <laughs> see how many times coach got to blow the whistle because he or she's traveling <laughs> Don't know the <laughs> location. So let's not get caught up in all that, man. Just let the process be the process. Now, somebody keeps saying you drinking something with legs. I don't know what that means, but with a good wine, you can yeah. see the legs, which is really how the tannins are released from the wine. Well, you know what? My bad. My bad. I forgot <laughs> who I'm dealing with. I'm dealing money with begets money, slide. I'm dealing with S.com. She got real money. Whatever. Real money. Drink. What she did before the... See, y'all don't see the behind the scenes stuff. Don't do this, Sylvester. Before don't the show do this. started, before do the this. show started, Shauna went down to her wine cellar <laughs> And you should have saw all the wine up against the wall. And she was pointing at it and she was saying, This is a 1963 cab. It's, it's Sunday. You're not supposed to tell lies. Hey, Tito Wright. Tito Wright, Sly. They are. Shauna is up an echelon and sipping. And she is bougie. 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 Not bougie. I'm not hey, but that wine cellar is nice, Sean. I'm when I come to Boston up there for the um, <laughs> trip, I want, I want to be introduced to the wine cellar. You know, just sit down and have some cheese and grapes and wine. Big you know, I went to a meet. I went to a meet out there Friday. That track is so nice. It's nice. So nice. It's so out, nice. Shout out. Tell my boy coming to burn it up. Key Thomas Wilson just joined us. Michelle said that's why my coach husband don't let me sit in the stands. With the pain, oh yeah, because you, yeah, they they might talk shit about about your husband. They won't talk shit about Tom. Tom, I don't know what he's doing. Now. I see you have your whole C. A. Johnson <laughs> ready to come out there. That all all that education and degree go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> hey. really from wait, she, she from Jersey and Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So so yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, but anyway. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it's funny that you mentioned earlier. You mentioned earlier about um, this not only goes on on the high school level; it goes on on the college level too. And and that's Absolutely. one of the things you know. All us being uh, born and raised from Columbia, South Carolina, right now, Columbia has the uh, University of South Carolina's number one basketball women's program. Uh, in the nation, led by Don Staley. And there's so many talented, talented young ladies on that squad. But, you know, when you scroll down uh, my Facebook timeline and in some of the groups I'm in, some of the people, you know, they're saying, oh, we need to have, you know, one particular girl. She needs to start. She needs to play. But I'm like, yo, Don Staley got two national championships, a couple of undefeated seasons. Um, she might have an idea of what the hell she doing. Would have been three if it went for COVID. Yeah, it wasn't for COVID. Would have been three. You know what I'm saying? Don Staley might have an idea of what she's doing. So if she decides to bring a girl off the bench, bring her off the bench. I mean, young lady, she's a freshman. 
and, and I'm tired of saying young lady, so we're going to say the name. Uh, Michelle, I mean, not, not Michelle, I just saw Michelle made a comment. <laughs> I was about to say who? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Malaya. She transferred. <laughs> and she is Mrs. Excitement. I'm talking about this girl do it all. I mean, she make it look good when she do it too. You know what I'm saying? But she's a freshman. She going to do dumb freshman shit. So you can't afford to have her on the court all the time because she's going to do dumb freshman shit. She's playing behind probably one of the best point guards in the nation. Now, Raven don't put up these super numbers because she's a great point guard. She knows that ain't her job. That ain't her job to put up these numbers. And then the other guard, uh, Pow Pow, she the best shooter in the nation. <laughs> like, like, like Clyde say, Pow Pow, like Clyde say. <laughs> but yeah, she the best shooter in the nation. And then Breezy Hall, probably the second best shooter on the team. So what y'all want to... So, so according to these people on Facebook, we need to sit down the best shooter in the nation or sit down one of the best point guards in the nation. So I'm like, man, y'all... Well, you know, everybody knows what they talking about on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah Undefeated yeah. on Facebook, ain't they? Undefeated. Undefeated. Man. But the thing about it is, Dawn won before she got a lot of these players. Mm -hmm. She's happy to have them, blessed to have them. But yeah, once again, it goes back to the process. She's going to put the people in the right spot at the right time. And what's scary is, is this is considered a rebuilding year. Like, yes. that's scary. <laughs> and look what she has coming in next year. Oh, she got the Joyce Edwards girl coming in. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and I, I saw, might not I make saw. it to Cleveland this year, but I might uh make my way to wherever the Final Four is next year. <laughs> Listen, I, and I saw the girl that they have ranked above Joyce Edwards from North Carolina. They went head up at the Chick-fil-A Classic. Yeah, yeah. And boy, if she can get her, boy, she tough. She is tough. She so, tough, dog. That's my thing, man. The gang, Gamecocks are too, they too deep, man. They deep. Don know what she's talking about. So why don't y'all just shut up? Let Don but, let Don do what she do. But see, that goes back to the letter for the for the parent. Just like we like other people are saying about Malaysia, it's not her time yet. It's coming. She's in the right spot. Just let the process happen. The same thing with this young man. Just let the process happen. The coach is proven. The coach is proven that he or she is a winner. They know how to get kids to the next level. They know what it takes. And obviously, being in Texas, you have a big advantage because you're in a big athletic state. So you you it comes with the exposure. So just 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 be patient, mom. I know you want your child name in headlights and 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 and, and, and uh, uh, read his name in the paper. Be patient because you can do more more harm to him than you can help by rushing your process. Just just be patient. patient. Patience, guys, Papa. And that's the Be thing. patient. You don't know if the coach your asshole because, you know, I'm the coach. Yeah. I get somebody coming up to me saying, my son need to play. My son need to play. He probably ain't going to play. Ain't gonna that's play. why I said she'll do more harm than good. Ask that's me how exactly I know. Right. <laughs> Ask me how you. I know because my, my mother, may her soul rest in peace. <laughs> she she talked to Coach Kelly. Uh, Parker was the coach at the time. Coach Parker, and she had some choice words, fam, because was Coach, was not, was not starting. Oh, you talking about the, you talking about he was the, he was the varsity coach at Columbia, yes. Oh, I, <laughs> and he went from starting to maybe coming up the bench. <laughs> possibly, he may get some playing time. Maybe <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And and I know me and Sly ran into a situation. Last year with oh, one of my, my players fans from football. Oh my goodness. And this kid You was gonna get beat up. No, it wasn't it was never a threat of violence. <laughs> it was just this mother thought her kid should be playing. And I'm talking about my defensive backfield had three all area and two all region players. I mean two all two all area and three all region players. So who who gonna sit down? <laughs> And he wasn't that good. And she came to the Rip 28 podcast 
and talk to Sly and Chance them about it. Like, well, like they're gonna call me and say, Bron, she <laughs> should be playing. So not only did she get in the business, she slowed too if she thought that was going to work. Right. So you know what happened? They was going to put him in on the kickoff team in a blowout, a 56 nothing blowout. We was winning. And I told the coach, nope, bring him back. Nope. <laughs> put little Shamarion back there. In the back. <laughs> hey, I put one of the smallest kids on the field that we had brought up from JV. Mm-mm. No, we're so not gonna we're not gonna let don't let, go to we not gonna let Vontarius play. Nope. No, don't 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 do that. Don't 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 call the coach. Don't Mm-mm. please don't call, call the, the coach. coach. Just but don't do whatever. it. Whatever if you don't take nothing else from this advice and you wanted us to be honest and give you honest critique, don't call that coach. Let your please son don't. keep let your son go out there and keep getting better. Or how about let your son advocate for himself? This is where we can also teach life lessons to our children. If right. your child is unhappy with his or her playing time, you let that child talk to the coach. Shit, that ain't gonna what, work. That ain't gonna work. But it, it don't sound like the child is unhappy. It sounds like the child is good because he knows what what's down the line. It's the mother, that I part. think, that's pushing that the issue. Part. I don't even. I'd rather talk to most of the kids because they kind of understand. The parent, you can't tell this parent, hey, your kid can't dribble. Well, then the parent's not the parent's not there. The, the parent's not there. And that is open, it's funny you say the parent. Practice. It's funny you say practice. the parents ain't there. <laughs> um, one of the, the basketball coaches here in Atlanta that I that I interviewed one time, um, I was having a discussion. I said, Well, you know, how do you deal with parents? How do you deal with parents who want their kids to play? And he said, hey, I'll amuse the parent one time. He said, I give them one time and I'll amuse them and I'll go and show them our practice film because he he films (laughs) all his practice. He said, I'll invite them in and I'll show them what their kid doing in practice. And if they see their kid in practice and they see their kid ain't running, they see their kid ain't hustling, they see their kid get beat by the other players, he says nine times out of ten, that always shuts the parent up. And he say, I don't have any problem after that. But he say, you know, every now and then you run into one of those parents who will continuously say, hey, my kids should play. My kids should play. And he's and he is very honest. He says, hey, if you feel your kids should play, go ahead and move. Go someplace else. <laughs> one of, someplace one of our else. head coaches, when, uh, when, when our head coach has the beginning of the season meeting with the freshmen, so freshmen come in, uh, the it's up front and says, I do not have conversations with parents about playing time. I will talk to you about anything else, but I'm not talking to you about your child's playing time. Because again, it doesn't stop at the collegiate level. That's right. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I have an open practice. Any parent want to come in and sit, if you feel like your child should be, come in practice and see. Just come and watch. You don't even, you can stand out the door, look through the, whatever, and see. And see, and it'll show you why they're not playing. If, like you said before, coaches want to win, trust and believe. So if your cat, if your kid can help a coach win, they gonna play. Unless well, they, have, they have thing. to win. Unless That's their livelihood. Exactly. <laughs> unless, unless your child has a bad attitude or something. To we the want you to keep your job, Brian. Hey, let's let's be honest. Even if your kid got a bad attitude, if he's good enough, he still he still might. Co- hey, co- hey, coach is willing to put up with more when you can play. If you can't, sure you will. shut your mouth. You shut they your mouth sure and will. shut up. I'm you. Look, I had a coach tell me an unnamed coach from an unnamed sport was like, "Uh, give them whatever they want so we can keep them here, <laughs> please and thank you." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> If your kid can play, the coach is going to put up with a little bit more mouth and attitude than it is for the kid that's the eighth, tenth one coming off the bench. Just what it is. It is what it is. Your mama yep. got a favorite Your mama got a favorite child, and so does the coach. That part. <laughs> yep. That is very true. I was having that conversation. Keep it real. I was having that conversation with my sister. She get pissed off, but I am a favorite child. Oh hell! My so, mama liked me. Was, knew that was coming. My mama yeah, liked I me better him. than she my liked bad, my sister. Shana. I love him to him. I love. That's my bad. That's my bad. Oh, that's hey my bad. man, I I am the favorite child. My mama, my mom will admit that. She knows. 
Thanks, Brian. Yeah. My bad. I'll take that. I'm like, hey, I'm like the kid that's uh, throwing the ball away as a sophomore and clutch time. My bad. Right. <laughs> hey, speaking of, hey, I speaking know it's of my, your bad. Get to the bench. <laughs> speaking of my bad, you know who had to see that right there? James Butch Hook. <laughs> he, he ain't say my bag. He say my bag. Like his baseball. I got the bag cover. He say my bag. Coach Hook is my bad. I always want to tell you that. Now that I'm grown, I'll tell you it's my bad. Coach I don't. Hook. I don't know. I don't know if I, I. I'm grown. I don't know if I tell him that though. I'm a little bit. I don't know if I say it to him. Hey, every time I say something to him about on the show, he show up to the next game and just be like, "Hey, boy." Shout out the respect out to is still there because we definitely oh, still yeah. call him Coach Hook. Oh yeah, he's gonna always be Coach Hook. Everybody <laughs> is all the teachers. I can Diana Felix is the only one I call by her first name because she was like two years older than us. I'm about <laughs> to say y'all about the same age. Oh, <laughs> your mama. <laughs> Yeah, I hope she watching. I hope she watching. Yeah, I hope she on the comments. I hope she watching. I didn't mean it. It slipped. As much as she talk, uh, I love your mama. Boy, I love your mama. I love you your mama. Our, you wait till our next phone conversation. We are gonna talk bad Don't about do that. you, all Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh uh. Uh uh. I don't know that. now. Don't we were we talking about sports moms now, bro. Brian, your mom was rough up there in them stands. <laughs> but she ain't never had to call the coach about my playing time. Because you always so play. You play. Right, right, right. <laughs> your mom, your mom was rough talk, up there in them stands. She was. Hey, if you go back and listen to that, uh, the CD that Tim Brown sent out, you can hear. <laughs> I listened to it and be ashamed. It's it's the same Nasla, even as a coach. <laughs> God, no, boy, that's still my mama, though. That's still my mama. So watch what y'all say. That's still my mama. I tell you, man. But but you need. I'm gonna be honest, though, man. You need parents to support their kids, man. You need that. You Definitely. need that parent to support your kid. And the lady who wrote this letter, man, we're thrilled that you're supporting your kid. We we really we're really proud that you're supporting your kid. But no doubt. it's that delicate balance in that. It's that delicate balancing act. What is supporting your kid? What is just being overbearing? What's being yeah. what's being an asshole? You know, um, and and like the letter said, man, your kid he, he's a sophomore. Who is that long enough? Recording in progress. What is Kyle? What, what are you doing? Uh, it's always what? one idiot. What one person kind of backboard stuff we got going on? Over one here. person to mess everything up. Thank God, dog. Now she's stuck. <laughs> now she's stuck, man. But oh, um, but 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 you know, um, I lost my train of thought. It's one thing you got to get that delicate balance. Yeah, that, being that delicate balance. You got to find out where. You know, if you're supporting your kid or or, or you being God dog, now we got Sean a stuck smiling face on me. God Damn, hey, man, do something, man. Now you over here cheating too. You know what? This is the screensaver. This will be the this will be the picture that go on front, man. Oh, you missed it, Sly. Uh, I don't know what happened. Speaking of speaking of bad coaches. <laughs> Tom just jumped on the line. What up, Tom? I'm missing. Hey, don't do my boy like that. Don't do my boy like that. I'm That's messing with Tom. I'm messing with Tom. Tom. Tom up and walking around. Shout out to Tom. He up and walking around. His back is getting better. I don't know if you know, Shauna, but Tom had a back out of me. Oh, he down yeah. in his back, the old folks say? They had, they had to replace his back. Back, yeah. He had to replace his back, but he he up and walking now. But yeah, man, um, we appreciate that you are taking an active role and and supporting your child. You know, helping your child out that is that is a great thing. But but the but the issue is you just can't step over that line. You have to find that line. Um, you spoke glowingly of the coach. You said that coach is. Um, <laughs> You say the coach, the coach helps out kids get to college. You say the coach is, is the school is a winner. You said all these great things about the coach. So you got to trust that man's judgment. You got to trust that coach's judgment. He's not going to lead you 
he's not going to lead you wrong, but you sent your right. kid to a powerhouse school. You sent him to a school that has plenty of athletes and, you know, uh, a winner. So you got to realize his kids that's on his level are probably better. But she school. transferred him in too. So keep yes. that in mind. So you, yes. you took him there knowing this. Exactly. She was about getting him there. Right. Exactly. Aaron, oh <laughs> hey, hey, my goodness, we're not gonna read that on air, Aaron. Hey, hey, um, but, but, but yeah. So you you sent him if what? you if you wanted him to get playing time, you should have left him at the scrub school. You should have left him at the sorry school if you wanted him to play. But hell, you wanted him to get to college, so you sent him to the better school. So. These are the things you got to deal with. He got to the school and he realized he wasn't as good as you thought he was. And basically, that's what it comes down here. Too many snowplow parents out there. What is a, a snowplow parent? I don't know what a snowplow. Anybody know what a snowplow parent is? Is that a white parent? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Our, our, our unofficial official legal counsel um. I know, the, I know helicopter and I know um, something else, but I don't know snowplows. Yep. Break that down for us. They remove yeah. obstacles for their children. Oh. oh snowplow, that just removes snow. I don't know if it removes obstacles. You <laughs> might tear up the plow. <laughs> so. Oh, goodness. Stick. <laughs> Aaron says snowplow sounds racist. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, our our oh, unofficial yeah. official legal counsel, D. Nicole Bates Davis, you might want to stick to being our unofficial <laughs> official legal counsel. I don't know if the, the sports acronyms work for you. <laughs> <laughs> He just killed this. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at his own jokes like hell usually. It was funny though. Oh man, it was funny. But it you was know, funny. Hickled yourself. yourself. Great. Hey, Anton say I keep it real with parents and tell them their kids just not that good or how much it's going to take to keep them. Now <laughs> <laughs> how much and, is it Oh, so I say he get his palm. He gonna breeze them palms. He might get a little <laughs> a, few, a few minutes out there, but if not, <laughs> hey, that's worse. That's worse than the little league coach who, who, who tried to sleep with the single mamas just to play it time. <laughs> sure, that's worse than that. Now, I don't know what's worse. The little league coach might be worse. Mm. When yeah. I when I coach when I coach my oldest when I coach my oldest we had a. Um, we had a, a, a coaches meeting at the beginning of the year. Every year we had a coaches meeting and it was for all the different uh, age groups in the organization. In the organization, we had one one coaches meeting. And the first thing out of our director mouth was, hey, nobody out here better not fuck none of these mamas. That was the uh, first thing out of his mouth. The first thing out of his mouth. He said, we do not need that drama in our organization this year. And guarantee somebody broke that rule every year. <laughs> somebody yeah, broke guarantee. that rule every year. But that is, I tell people all the time, when it comes to youth sports, a single mom is either the greatest thing for the team or the worst thing for the team. It, it is no way around it, man. We, man, we had, you know, we had a track around our field. You got chicks out there walking in high heels. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Walking around the track and how he is about getting in shape. When and you know, I yes, I, I I this is Atlanta. I don't make this shit up. I can't make this up. They got on little tiny booty shorts. And I'm like, come on, man. Y'all, I need to take y'all ass somewhere else, man. Hey, they were trying to get chosen. <laughs> yep. And then A Aaron said, when I coached, that was my payment. I believe you. I absolutely believe that. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you, man. But uh, a sing but see, that's the funny thing, though. If you get, I have had some great team moms. I've had some great team moms. So 
like I say, if you get a single woman can be the best thing that ever happened to your program when it comes to being a you know, being a team mom. But I have seen, I have seen where some single moms, how come my son don't score touchdown? Well, your son is five foot one, 280 pounds. He's, he's going to play the offensive line for the rest of his life. He ain't scoring no touchdowns later. But she know her kid needs to score some touchdowns. That's all she knows. Oh, not too many. You like your mama sure does care about your schooling, boy. <laughs> What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www dot unique smiles by tony.com to see all the services offered or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments while you're there check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop the unique lip balm electric and sonic toothbrushes unique smiles charcoal toothpaste teeth whitening gel and many more exciting products set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556 that's 470-707-5556 unique smiles by tony dog man hey it is amazing, man. It's amazing some of the some of the bull crap you see, man, out here as a coach. But like like Todd said, though, sometimes you just have to have that hard conversation, and it might not. It 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 may just be hard for the parent to hear, but sometimes you just gotta say, "Hey, man, my kid ain't good enough. My kid ain't good enough." So he gonna sit down. My son played varsity football. Um, last year he was in the ninth grade, played varsity football. He ain't played that much. I ain't say a word. <laughs> I ain't say a word. As I knew, I went and looked at him. I said, son, I said, he asked me, he said, Dad, man, I'd be wanting to play, but coach don't want to put me in. I said, Coach want to win. Ah. <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, shit. Coach want to win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, you ain't doing nothing to help him win. You're like, man, that was mean, Dad. I say, well, that's the truth. <laughs> truth, I boy. Say, I said, get better. <laughs> so, oh. so he that's his. Those that's are the tough goal. conversations. Those oh. are the tough conversations we have to have with our kids and be honest because you don't you don't want to project that out there on those kids that they should be playing and bringing down the team morale. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop that's doing why that. Little Quintavious, get in on the in the blowout, Brian. No, that's that that we gotta build a team around. We're building for next year. <laughs> he gone now. He already gone. His little Quintavious gone. So I ain't gotta worry about that woman calling sliding in talking about her son should be playing. But that lady called us up. That lady really called us up. Called me up on, on the on the, the Facebook phone. Uh, on the Facebook phone, you know, not I'm like phone whatever you call the phone for facebook and facebook messenger. Your little messenger thing. no I, it don't matter what it is that is not how that woman contacted you that is how she contacted yeah. that's how she contacted she called the rip 28 podcast page to tell them to tell me to put her she son deserved, in the game she deserved for ladarius not to play bro bro right. check, check this out man we're getting close we're getting close to the time, close to the time. You know, we always take a trip down the 90s block. You know, the 90s is the greatest decade ever, the 1990s. And what we do on the RIP 28 podcast, we take a trip down the 90s block. We pick something out and we talk about the 90s block. And what we want to do 
since Jerome was on the podcast, we want to do 1996. We're going to go 1996. I pulled up the list. Top uh, R&B songs in 1996. Mm, I'm going to give you the top five, and we're going to choose which one. Return of the Mac by Mark oh. Morrison. I Believe I Can Fly by the man we can't name, but I still listen to him. Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. And Don't bow, bow, bow. Let Go by In Vogue. Those were your top five R&B songs of the 90s. Which one do you choose? Bone was R&B. They well, Bone they, R&B. Yeah, they got it, didn't they? Harmonizing. They, did, they didn't know how to just say black songs. Bone, 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 when it ain't no way to hide, what it you just comes for you. No, we don't even know. We got we we got to do better. Ain't gonna meet me at the Hey man, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with L. I'm gonna go with L. Boogie and the Fugees, man. Ooh, that's a good one. Off of the score. One of the greatest albums. The, the score, I put the score as my in, in my top five greatest hip-hop albums of all time. That's fair. I put it in my top five greatest hip-hop albums of all time, man. Me Wait a minute. Return of the Mac, He Who Shall Not Be Named, Killing Me Softly, Don't Let Go, and what else? Bone Thugs, Uncle Charles, oh, Meet Me at the Crossroads. That's tough, yo. I'm going with uh, L Buggy. I don't I, care if she don't show up to her shows on time. Yeah, yeah she ain't gonna show up. <laughs> she she ain't gonna show up. You ain't gonna know if she there. But uh but yeah, here we go, man. That's what I said. Mark Morrison returning the Mac. I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. The Fuji's killing me softly. Bone thugs in harmony. The crossroads in vogue. Don't let go. Hey man, say what you like. I believe I can fly. Is the greatest song of 1996. Return of the Mac was catchy, but God dog it, I believe I can fly was played at every graduation. Every every black school graduation. It absolutely was. They played it at every damn uh probably school assembly. They played I believe I can fly in church, man. But I tell you what, for me, I'm a, I'm gonna go with "Don't Let Go" because all I can think about when I hear that is the scene from "Set It Off" when Jada and Blair Underwood getting it in, and I'm like, yes, this song is sexy. So that's my answer. Mm -hmm. D. Nicole Bates Davis said it wasn't played at my. Well, first of all, you was in Japan. Oh. So <laughs> R. Kelly didn't have the Japanese version about the big bag fly that came out next year. That came out next year. I believe I could play. Uh uh, no, 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 no. See, you are a habitual line That's how it went, probably. Probably that's how it went, man. No, it didn't. It didn't. That's how it went, man. But man, man, look, I believe I can fly, man. I do uh don't let go. You know, every time I think about uh, set it off, if the, I just pitch, I just see the meme with Nate. I'm in a bind, <laughs> Nate. Bye, Nate. <laughs> why, hey, why? Why? My wife asked me for some money. I, I said, show center that meme. I said, hey. <laughs> I can't stand you. You. <laughs> you got to earn this, baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she don't like you either. <laughs> you got to earn this. Hey man, bro, what do you say, bro? You saying Fuji's? Yeah, you said Fuji. Yeah, 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 yeah. Killing me softly was a big time song. Man. It was a big time song. So, but that's a tough one, man. What say y'all, man? What say y'all? Y'all need to uh, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments, man. Let me know what you think. Well, I tell you, the Crossroads video used to scare me. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> Man in the forehead and his eyes, and, then the eyes. Yo, that thing's and that man rolling up on people. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I rebuked the crossroads video. I said, This thing's scary. 
And then you didn't oh, know to no. the end where they were really going. Mm-mm. 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 I'm a miss missing Uncle Charles. I'm a miss missing Uncle Charles, y'all. So, oh well, oh well, man. We we uh we definitely came. We definitely uh, came to a crossroads at that decision. <laughs> none of us, none of us uh, agreed on that one. But we would like for everyone to leave in the comments what they think, what they, uh, what they think they should they should do. I mean, what what songs should be? Yeah, <laughs> um, man, there's a lot of good songs in 1996. What else? I, Monica, before you walk out my life, that was a bop. That was the one where she had the big feet. They 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 used the big feet, <laughs> Monica. When she oh, weighed them big. Things right. Let's see. <laughs> yep. And Keith Sweat, his non-dancing ass, non-second ass, but that goddamn twisted. Oh man. But, Keith Sweat. But look, he had two. right below it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tony Braxton, you're making me high. That's when she was standing on the platform. That's when she first got the long hair. When she, you know, she she. <laughs> She wasn't short hair, Tony Braxton, no more. Keep scrolling down. What else she she Tupac, KC, how do you want it? Mary, I'm not no cra- oh. No, Pony was my was my joint right there. Pony, oh yeah. Hit me yeah, off. I don't remember. Man. I don't remember. That was uh, that was the new edition when they come back. Like I think that yeah. was the home again. Homecoming album. Home again. Home again, that's it. Yes. What else? Uh, I skipped too far. Brandy sitting up in my room. R. Kelly, I can't bear. R. Kelly's a fucking genius, man. I don't care what y'all say. R. Kelly's a genius. I don't know. That's soon as I get home from Faith. Woo. Soon as I get home. Mm. Or even Aaliyah. If your girl only knew. LL Cool J lounging. Who do you love? Love with you, MC Light feature Escape. I don't Ooh. remember this. Keep Can on. We give a shout out to Whitney Houston and CC Winans from the Wait to Exhale soundtrack. Count on me. Oh yeah, count on me. That was a hit. Oh, Black Street, don't leave me, girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't leave me. Girl. Oh man, Joe, all the things you made. That's First the, of all, Joe that's is the, so underrated. Like, that is the dirty macking. That's the dirty Mac so, so, song of the year, right there. Dream come in. Oh, we need we need to have a dirty macking countdown. Which one was? Who was the dirty? What's the dirty macking songs of the year? Uh, elevators, love. Oh, you tell me, come on now, Everybody Tell me, you got to do the dance. jump. You gotta yep. do the jump and tell me comes on. <laughs> tell me what you want. <laughs> what else right here, man? Luther, your secret love. Your secret love. He was probably talking about a man if that was Luther though. Don't do that. Yeah, that's why it was a secret. <laughs> Let's see what else. Montel oh, Jordan it, falling. Do y'all remember Gina Thompson, the things you do? No, nah, I don't remember that one. Things you do makes me keep running, running to you. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I ain't know that was Gina Gina Waters. I mean Gina <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Applehead. <laughs> oh, Quad City DJs, come on, ride that train and hey. ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rich Project. Now you know that nobody knows. Nobody it. knows. Everywhere, all the time. Uh, crucial conflict smoking on hey that's still playing. Oh man, play that in the band and the cheerleaders had a thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, they've replaced that now. I was at uh, I was at the Benedict versus Allen game. I was calling the Benedict versus Allen game, and at the end of the game, when Benedict started to run away with it, the band started playing smoking on Allen. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> highly disrespectful. They said they're smoking on that Allen pack. Shout I saw out to um, Mr. Price. Cheeks. Shout out to Mr. Cheeks and the Lost Boys for that Renee. Renee? Love Renee. is the law that we live by. Day by day, I wonder why my shorty had to die. Mm-hmm. Maxwell, don't you ever want... Oh, yeah. Oh, H-Town, a thin line between love and hate. Oh, I remember that one. 
boys was singing hard. They sung that one hard. Look, another song from Set It Off, Missing You, Brandy to Me and them. Yeah. They had a bunch of them. Not Gonna Cry was on there. No. No, no, I'm thinking of... Um, Wait, that's Wait, Next Hill. Wait, Next Hill. Uh, oh, that Donnell Jones. Come on, Donnell. What's, what's one Donnell? Oh, knocks me out off my feet. Oh, my boo goes down DJ. Man, that 1996. Was, that man. was it for me. That came out the summer before our senior year. At night, I think I, of you. I to be your lady, baby. If your game is on, give me a give call. Me a call boo. Uh-oh, look at that Pope Pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twister. Man, Twister. do or die. Bruh. <laughs> 96 is going out. Tony, 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 let's get down tonight. Hey, man. 96 96 had some, it had some, some heat in 1996. Hey, man. Man, we getting, we getting a little, we going a little bit too long going down this trip down the 90s block. But anyway, any parting shots, any parting shots. LBZ, you got anything to say before we get out of here, LBZ? Man, all I'm going to say is be you, accept who you are, and be comfortable with yourself. Hmm. What about you, S. Commas? Uh, love on your people. Life is short. It comes at you fast. And life be life. And so make sure that the people that you care about know it. Reach out to the folks you haven't talked to in a while. Check in on your strong friends. And please, somebody beat the Chiefs so we ain't got to hear about this in the Super Bowl. Please, oh, God, somebody. Dog. For God. two weeks, you ain't going to see nothing but Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, dog. Oh, well. Oh, well. Thank you, a favorite podcast, Nikki Bates. Uh, I'm sorry, D. Nicole Bates Davis Esquire. We appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. But anyway, man, this has been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. And we want to let everybody know, support your kid, even if he ain't shit. Support <laughs> Cheer him on. Oh, gosh. Oh, we, gosh. We'll dude, see you is... next week, bro. <laughs> for the eight podcast. We out of here. Man, this dude is stupid. Mm-hmm. Support him. Sorry, hey. bastard. <laughs> what is Sorry. dumb? <laughs> what is 